when we speak about india not having good relations with its neighbors um most of us start comparing both the militaries for example we compare the military of india with that of pakistan with that of um china etc there's also one thing that we don't fail to compare and that is nuclear weapons yes the weapons that might just wipe off the entire humanity of earth in just a few seconds that might just vaporize the entire humanity along with nature in short nuclear weapons could just turn out to be destructive um there's also one thing that i find quite um, important and quite rampant in public discourse and that is citizens claiming to be proud of india having nuclear weapons and how it can wipe off a country but there's one thing that we all miss and that is india pledges no first use of nuclear weapons that's right india has pledged and understood that it won't use nuclear weapons first during a calamity or during a conflict namaskar and welcome to today's podcast of the divine bus diaries diplomacy in these podcasts we understand more about international conflicts and india's implications and the impact of it over the country we talk here especially about diplomacy so welcome to another episode and i'm thankful for you for signing in here in his book choices inside the making of india's foreign policy shivshankar menon has quite aptly described the situation of nuclear weapons and why india has pledged to no first use he says when india decided to test nuclear weapons publicly in 1998 It was evident that nuclear weapons because of the scale and duration of the destruction that they cause are primarily political weapons the currency of power in the nuclear age rather than effective war fighting weapons the government of india therefore declared after the 1998 tests that these weapons were to prevent nuclear threat and blackmail and that india would not be the first to use nuclear weapons against other states if however anyone dared to use nuclear weapons against india india would assuredly retaliate and inflict unacceptable damage on the adversary this was and is india's doctrine of credible minimum deterrence assured retaliation combined with a no first use policy also means that it is not the number of nuclear weapons that india or its adversaries possess that matters what matters is india's ability to inflict unacceptable damage in a retaliatory strike or strikes that is what determines india's nuclear weapons posture and i find these sentences to be quite important in the context of public discourse we just can't launch on nuclear weapons as we wish deterrence is important and deterrence has been acknowledged internationally in other words india has nuclear weapons he says for the contribution they make to its national security in an uncertain and anarchic world by preventing from attempting nuclear blackmail 
and coercion against India. Unlike in other certain nuclear weapon states or NWS, India's nuclear weapons are not meant to redress a military balance or to compensate for some perceived inferiority in conventional military terms or to serve some tactical or operational military need on the battlefield. These weapons have served their expected purpose, the occasions before 1998 when other powers used to ex- use the explicit or implicit behavioral threat of nuclear weapons to try to change India's behavior have not been repeated since. That they did not succeed before 1998 was because of the hard-headed relationship and leadership India was fortunate to have. Since India became a declared nuclear weapons state in 1998, it has not faced credible threats of that kind. So the possession of nuclear weapons has especially and empirically speaking deterred others from attempting nuclear coercion or blackmail against India. When India carried out nuclear weapons tests in May 1998, 24 years after first displaying the capability to do so. In May 1974, it was the first nuclear weapons state to publicly announce debate a nuclear doctrine rapidly thereafter. That it was able to do so owed much to the preparatory thinking and work of a remarkably handful of people such as Krishna Swami Subramanyam and Rajesh Chandra Mishra, most of self-taught innovators who thought through nuclear security issues in Indian context while in government. A no first use policy was not always the natural or easy choice. Shivshankar Rao, uh, Shivshankar Menon, cut this. Shivshankar Menon says that he remembers then Atomic Energy Commission Chairman Raja Ramana and Chief of Army Staff Krishna Swami Sundarji often talking over a drink in the mid 1980s about the future of India with nuclear weapons. For Sundarji, the attraction of an Indian atom bomb was its possible military use to neutralize Chinese conventional superiority. As a physicist, Ramana was keenly aware of the limitations on use and of the practical effects of the bomb. He therefore saw it as an enabler and an equalizer, not as a necessarily military weapon to be used, but as a weapon, the threat of whose use would enable the achievement of political and military goals. The no first use policy and assured retaliation concept naturally had several direct implications for India's nuclear strategy and posture, uh, which of uh, many include. For one, it had become essential that India develop a genuine delivery triad on land, sea and air as soon as possible to ensure survivability of its second strike capacity and to assure retaliation. Matching the number of warheads and missiles that India's adversary possessed became less important than the reliability and survivability of India's own weapons. This is relevant today when, by all accounts, Mr. Menon says, Pakistan is building a new plutonium-producing reactors and large reprocessing plants and is rapidly increasing the rate of manufacture of nuclear warheads. 
while the first strike equals aggression no first equals deterrence and deterrence requires the minimum number of weapons to make the threat of retaliation credible in other words credible minimum deterrence india can thus escape an expansive arms race in nuclear weapons while safeguarding its own security as these weapons of deterrence rather than war fighting weapons it became crucial that india's adversaries believed they would be used if certain thresholds were crossed for the same reason calibrated or proportional responses and deterrence were not the preferred posture in the initial stages of the weapons program for it might tempt adversaries to test the space available below the threshold for fuel nuclear retaliation as indeed occurred in the Kargil conflict in 1999 if one rules out first use of nuclear weapons one also need to possess other means to deal with non nuclear threats and challenges mr menon mentions so that was why india has chosen to remain the country who would not use nuclear weapons in the first place as it has various implications thanks for tuning in in today's podcast of the divine buzz diaries i am glad that you did so do follow us on our social media handles such as the instagram the divine buzz analyzing global paradigms with our audience thank you so much for joining today thank you